Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Karake, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast, the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, folks. Brought to you by nobody. Just wandering around the city of Grand Rapids and enjoying life itself. Today, I got my a good friend of mine. I had to pick him up, but it's good. Yep, pick me up. Van broke down. Well, not broke down, but ramp doesn't work, so. Yeah. So we kind of figured something out. We figured out that Ron's going to have to unplug the battery. Yep. Right? Yeah. And that's the first thing we'll try. And you're going to plug it back in. Yep. And hopefully that fixes it. That we can try it. We don't know. that. That's a, that's a route that. I contacted the person that you first had it, and they told me that was worth trying. So, yeah. Yeah. So, Ron was very really fortunate to get a, a van at a perfect time now that his legs don't work. That's true, yeah. Because of muscular perfect, dystrophy. Perfect timing, exactly, yes. So, uh, do me a favor. Pick your mic up a little bit so you're actually talking into it. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That sounds better. So yeah, I mean it's a it's a blessing that it's a blessing that you got a a van. Now you oh, just yeah. got to work on actually getting it fixed so that you can go around and you're going to your Absolutely. friends friend's house to get more stuff fixed to it, right? Right. Yes. So what else are you going to get it fixed? Uh, well, it's a ramp. There's a few odds and ends. Some little miscellaneous stuff. That's that's doesn't make it run any better but just maintenance stuff you know explain to the audience because you, this is something that they should know because you got well, a van it, and they might someone out there might be in, interested in the future to get a van like yours oh so right. explain that to people okay well it's a i'll just tell you what it is it's a 2013 dodge Grand Caravan Crew, which means three seats. Okay, so uh, it's I don't know the size of the motor. It's a V6, I know that. Um, but it's used. It has 108,000 miles on it, which is pretty good for that, for the van itself. But the th other things on it, like the ramp or so, are more worn because they get used daily, as the van does too, but this is more wear and tear daily twice three times maybe eight times a day so um it is kind of acting up now so we're trying to keep it fixed the best we can and i might have to put some money into it to keep it going so it depends on what it is a diagnosis will be probably tomorrow so in other words i mean the van works it's just the ramp right that's supposed to come down doesn't come down properly and it is a 10-year-old van, and it's got 10-year-old parts to it. That's correct. Yeah. So the ramp itself is 10 years old, and the battery's clearly 10 years old, unless oh. they replace the, the battery the years ago. The battery's pretty good yet. I haven't had any problems with the batteries. There's, there's no been no uh, losing charges. There's been no having to jump all the time. There's no been a loss of power. So the battery's good yet, but just it's it's something could be something electrical too i'm not really sure what so well okay well, you know okay okay here's um, a question when he says unplug the b 
battery. Is he talking about the battery in the of the of the van that runs the car? Yes. Or is it the battery that runs the? the no, there's the, there's the ramp does not run on battery. It runs on electrical power off of the van. In the electrical system of the van. Oh, okay. So there, there, there's only one battery, and that's the entire van. So what you do is when you disconnect that lead off the battery, everything goes blank, and then it has to start over again. So it resets itself, and sometimes you reset it, it'll reset itself, and then it'll be normal after that. It's worth a try. Now, it might not work. It could be I just do it, and it doesn't work at all. We don't know yet. We'll have to try this tomorrow and see what we can come up with. Well, yeah, I mean, it'd be, I mean, you know, it's kind of a dumb bone decision that that we didn't, that you and your wife and I didn't think of that, right? To yeah. take the to uh, the, the battery, right? But I, 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 I really think that the guy also from um, Clock Conversions yeah. told you to do something with. Uh, what is it? The wires to the yeah. He well, he was basically saying just to, to he wants you to he wants you to take the cover off and and find out some numbers for him and then call him later and he can tell me the availability of that motor and what the problem might be and we'll have to find out how much money it's going to cost at that time. So yeah. uh, it, it now it might be something I could fix. He said it might not be. We'll have to see. So uh, it it could be lo- likely the motor, but if it's that, it, that's all it is. You know, I mean, I'm just gonna have to accept it and, and keep it going because I I really need it. It's a need, not a want. So, yeah, yeah, of course. You know, it's, so you know, yeah. Uh, so unfortunately, today, well, right. Well, the strange thing about it is that a couple of days ago or yesterday, mm-hmm. the door was open. And your wife said, hey, your, the van door's open. What's going on? Right. And the ramp was down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we didn't know what happened. I, the only thing we can come up with is that what happened was is, is she accidentally pushed a button and the door opened unbeknownst to us and stayed open all night. But in the morning when we found out, she went, she hit the button and it went up fine like it never even happened. So we thought, okay, good. It's fixed now. Well, no. We tried it again later. It, it didn't work. So it's definitely something I have to fix. So one of those things comes to the territory. It's a bummer, folks. Yes, it is. It's a bummer. So, but we did make things, try to make things worthwhile today. We right. actually went to Crescent Brewing for a second and figured out that they weren't open until 4 o'clock. Looking forward to that. That was going to be fun. Bye. You know, that's one, one thing that bugs me about Grand Rapids now. Yeah. That certain restaurants now open, and I get they, it. They open later. You're right. Yeah. Well, like I get it. O'clock. Well, I get it. That. Sure. That, well, after that, work crowd, I get that. Sure. But still, yeah. I mean, right. There's still, I don't know. It's probably cost too much money to have keep with people at the restaurant, no one there. Yeah. The longer, but I, yeah. The but longer I figured, it's open, more money is going to cost for electricity and everything else. True. That that's a point. I mean, you know, it's going to be busy if you catch the after work crowd. I mean, there's a definite there. I mean, and I could see that. And they might not be making money because they aren't open longer, but you know what I'm saying. I can see well, that, yeah. too. Yeah. I notice a lot of them do that. I've got one down the street that's the same way. Well, you've been there. They don't until 1 o'clock. 
on any day. Oh, you, oh, you're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, two uh, guys, yeah, two guys, yeah, brewing, which is fine. But you know, but others, like you said, <clears throat> they weren't open until four. We're like, well, we're not gonna stay here until four. It's only eleven thirty. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. You know? yeah. So it it kind of yeah it. But then again, like I said earlier, it, it you know cost money and electricity and all that. W- you know why not keep it open on the peak hours? I would think instead of just staying open for a few people coming in and out in the morning or not morning but mid morning or mid pre morning, yeah, just afternoon. You know, but yeah, it, maybe so the dinner crowd or the well dinner crowd. I I guess you said dinner crowd or after work crowd. You know. Well, you know, it's funny about the after after work crowd. Right. You want to know something? A, 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 um, I wouldn't really consider a fun fact, but right. a fact that that is profoundly interesting. Right. So one of the facts is this, mm-hmm. is that people after work are less likely to go to bars anymore. Think about right. that. That, that yeah. and I mean, I guess in the... 60s and 50s and even the mm-hmm. 70s and 80s a mm-hmm. lot of people after work would go to bars before going right home. yeah now oh I mean, yeah the 90s going to bars mm-hmm. just going to the bar but mm-hmm. i didn't realize that a lot of people just kind of like went to bars after work in the 60s and the 50s right as was quite normal Oh yeah, that was that was the norm, of course. Yeah, and that's where like five o'clock right. is happy hour because you're off at work and now you don't have to work and can drink and make yourself happy. That's a yeah. I, as far as I can remember, since I was a little kid, you know, happy hour. You know, you just do have to work and have beer, which you can still do. Is that but what you did? Now breweries have changed everything. The microbreweries, which we have been both been to. Change like we said earlier, they open at different hours too. But not alone that, but they say say might have food, they might have snacks. It doesn't matter. But they're all there. Some's good, some are bad. Some food's good, some food's bad. It's depends on where you eat. Well, um, I think I think the guy that owns Grand Rapids Brewing and, and right. Hopcat, he yeah. said, and my dad and him had a conversation right. sometime. Okay, years ago, he said, yeah. The only way that these microbrewings can stay open mm-hmm. and be productive, productive, is if they have a good food menu. Oh yeah, that makes a big difference too. Because you're gonna drink, you want to get, you're hungry, you want to eat something good. Yes, absolutely, I agree. So yeah. right. So <clears throat> well, well, here's another fun fact. Mm-hmm. Do you know that after drinking a couple of beers, right, you have the urge to eat. Yes. Yep. And eating and drinking. Alcohol and food is probably not really great for you. Yeah. They know that. Yeah. Well, they know what beer goes good with what to eat and order. And we've had their food at Founders, and it's fantastic. We ate at Brands. They don't have a microbrew, but they sell microbrews there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and that's what's neat about it is like if you don't have to go to a microbrew to have one of their beers, they serve it at other places too, depending on where you go. Well, what's Brands on top, is a- If they have it on tap. Yeah, of Which, course. Yeah. Well, Brands is a local, right? Grand Rapids restaurant. Mm-hmm. Brand Brothers mm-hmm. opened it up yep. about thirty, forty years ago. Yeah, we went three to different Johnny's. brothers. We went to Johnny's. Yeah. I mean, I we think have Johnny. gone to Tommy's. I've been to. I used to go to Tommy Brands all the time back in the eighties. It was different back then when that sports bar was really back then. It was really kicking. 
That yeah. was it. We, we both mentioned earlier, we were talking that today, eating our lunch at Brands and saying, hey, I remember when it used to be back in the 80s, it was pretty, it was one of those places to be. Let's go to Brands and watch football or meet at Brands or have a party there. They do weddings, they do receptions, they do, yeah, they still do. Well, I think, so, yeah, that's. Well, you're like 15, 20 years older than I am. Right. I just I know that back, back in the day, the, Brands right. was kind of like what. Yeah. Founders was yeah. today. Everyone went there, which I, I don't mind. I mean, I had the ribs. I think the ribs are yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, their their food was good. I remember that. Yeah. And then and there was had, a, yeah, and you had the steak today, right? Yep, their steak was fantastic. I ordered it medium rare. It was medium rare, and it was you said to check it, and it was right the first time. I didn't even put steak sauce on it. They had their their uh, their um. Sweet potato, yeah. And their macaroni and cheese, and it was just dynamite. Had a couple of beers with it. It was good. So yeah, their food's very good. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I haven't had a steak in a while. Brands is pretty good, but it's the first time I've eaten that restaurant. I think I may have ate there once, maybe. I'm not really sure. But anyway, the food was good. Period. I had no problem with. It. I think it was really good food. So yeah, yeah it was. It was good. Yep. Yeah. So <clears throat> the only thing I didn't like about that place was. My fifty-one k, yeah, came in a draft, yeah, and I didn't like it. I don't know. Right. I like the Zambato. I don't like, I, yeah, that kind of that fifty-one k in a draft. It tastes flat. Yeah, you know, I, and I've noticed that with some beers too. Some beers taste better in a bottle, and some beers taste better on tap. Yeah, or you can go both ways with that, like porter and porter on tap, pretty much the same. But some beers, like you said, this one you just mentioned, I get that. Because you're like, no, it tastes different in a draft. It tastes better in a bottle. Yeah, it did. That's true. Yeah, it did. I'd believe that. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I really yeah. didn't like it. I, didn't, I know. Yeah. yeah. I think Miller Light and Bud Light is something that is generally is, they don't have to do much to it, right? To make it <laughs> taste great. Exactly. Yep. So selling in a bottle can or in a draft, it really tell yeah. you it tastes the same. Yeah. So watch what you order on that. <laughs> Make sure it's a bottle if they have them available. But they may just have draft. But, yeah. And it's all on how they, you know. Yeah, I could see that. Or nitro is a good one. Now, you can get it in draft, but you can't get it bottled because the nitro wouldn't keep. It's the only difference. Well, tell, so well explain like what that. nitro you know, it's, you're it's talking like, about of the founders. Yeah. Explain to them what you, which one. Well, nitro is nitrous oxide, but they put it into beer to give it a foamy, creamy texture which is really good but you can't duplicate in the bottle because it's like carbonated water it goes flat that does the same thing so you can nitro at the tap but you can't nitro in the bottle which is and they explain it to me they say okay that would make sense but it's delicious it just gives a beer a better head to it basically a creamy head to it that's flavor to it it's great yeah yeah so Going to the fifteenth minute here. You know, it's funny that um that we uh that the times that I've had you on the other show. Right. The times that it was very somewhat successful was based on the fact that we were talking about politics or yeah people's genders right or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're gonna Embrace that conversation again. And, uh, you know, 
I'm not I'm not a big stickler on the on what people have to be. Mm-hmm. But I do think that I mean there's no way around it. I guess the point of what I'm trying to say is that I really don't agree with the ideology of people in their transgending uh personality traits. Mm-hmm. Especially because the school systems are now are telling little kids that they might be transgenders or they should try to be a transgender or they're addressing, like, for example, I guess in the libraries, there's a couple of LBGTQ mm-hmm. cartoons, books that address people or or people kissing each other as the same sex or mm. people dressing up as the as the opposite sex and calling it normal. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any? Well, you are who you are, basically, and that's who you're going to be. And it's it's going to be here. It's around. So there's no point in ignoring it. And and th- I don't know. I, uh, Would you have a problem if the school system started forcing? No, I don't think it'd be forced. I think it, you have a decision to make whether it be that way or not. But I think elementary school is probably a little too early for that. Now, more like in high school or maybe even middle school, I could see that. But when you're little like that, I don't really think it, it, it's decided, but that's not it's not the main factor. It's not what you think when you're a little kid. You think differently. But as you get older, you're going to think differently. That's impregnant either or, or whatever child that may be. To say, okay, if that's the way you feel and you really feel that way, if you want to do that, that's fine. But don't do it because we say to do it. Do it because that's who you are. That's what you feel. That's what you really, if you feel that way inside and that's your deep, then you know what I'm saying? That That's what I see it. Yeah, that's, I just don't fine. think. You're not going to change that mental capability. You're not going to change that thought of that person. They're going to say, hey, this is how I feel. This is how I feel this side. I feel my gut. I, I really, and I, there's, you can't tell me it's not true because, but you don't know because you can't feel it. You're not me. We, we can't perceive because we don't know how to feel that way. No one knows how to feel like me. No one knows how to feel like you. You know what I'm saying? We get an idea, but we don't really know. And that, that's okay. the thing. They're, that's a particular person. Well, okay. that particular person, yes, if they want that's that's their prerogative, fine. But like, you so, wouldn't want to force that. Say, hey, if you think that, then maybe you are. No. Look into this, but introduce it earlier, or not, I'm sorry, excuse me, introduce it later when they're in their teen years and when they're, when they're going through puberty. That Maybe that's the best time to do it instead of telling a kid in elementary school what, you see what I'm saying? Well, maybe I think, it's too early for that. I, I don't know. I think I, this is the problem. I think this is the problem. And, yeah. I think, I think if you're a kid in elementary school right. or just entering uh, middle school, Mm-hmm. I think the problem is this. Mm-hmm. Kids are influenced really, very easily. So when they see oh, everyone true. else doing it, they think, oh, I want to be like that person because that mm-hmm. person's popular. Exactly. Which isn't always the best idea. No, it's not. Okay? Right. So you wouldn't, so a good example of this is like this. You wouldn't introduce alcohol or tobacco, or even marijuana to someone who's 
four or five years old and then tell them it's completely normal to want to take a hit or take a sip. Uh-huh. That's just something that even if that person has a genetic gene of g- parents and grandparents who are highly addicted to drugs, you still well, yeah, wouldn't, you still, problem, right. you still wouldn't address yeah. it to a four-year-old or an eight-year-old or a 13-year-old oh. and say, well, you know, I know you, that looks good to you. Sure, try it. I mean, that'd be the, the worst thing that you could ever do to a child. So yeah. I know it's kind of like compared to apples and oranges, right. but but you have to realize that that when someone it's kind of like it's kind of it's also in a way if you know your six year old is a attracted to girls and he's a boy, yeah, you wouldn't just allow him to do the same sexual acts or acts behavior to a six year old girl. And like, oh, you call it? Just watch porn. I'll show you how to no, how to no, pluck no, her a girl. No they're, no, they're too young for that. Yeah, that's so that's yeah, why that's, that's, that's why yeah. this whole transgending yeah. thing is relatory. Yeah, I think it's too early. I you're right. I, that and it was that's right. why that's mm-hmm. why that sense of the whole world word yeah of trying to tell somebody there's something you mm-hmm. wouldn't tell like even if you're the most proud heterosexual man right and you're married to a woman. And, yeah. you ra- and you have three sons, yeah. and you're, all your three sons are straight. Yeah. But your youngest son is, let's say, he has this more attraction to a girl, but it's not your job to tell him, go for it at yeah, seven right. or eight. Right. And most parents right. don't even talk to the parent, to the kids about no. sex. No. So yes, that's part of understand. the problem that we have is like, <coughs> exactly. how do you... How do you how do you right. justify these parents trying to tell their kids well, that they might be transgenders? And and that's it. that's just it because every parent has their own decision to make and their own way of doing it. None of the two alike. Not everything works for everybody. And I that's depends on the parents' outlook. Now, like in our opinion, no. Why introduce a kid that early in the sex thing? No. There's no sense in it. They, they they didn't understand it. Once they get older and they start getting mature and they think about these thoughts, they explain it to them, then they understand it better. So why explain to them now? Wait until that point comes to where they're asking or saying, hey, what am I or what who am I or whatever at that time. You know what's it, fun? It, you know, that's the way I see it. Anyway. Yeah. I mean. But you know what's kind of weird? That right. Think about this. There are parents out there right now Mm-hmm. Who are probably not that cool, or weren't that cool, right? And now they're trying to make their, or they're trying to address this idea of their kids want to be the the completely opposite sex that they're born into, mm-hmm. or biologically born into. Mm-hmm. Sixty, seventy years ago, if your son was gay, and he's acting all fruity, the complete opposite would happen. The, the father would beat their snot out of their kid and say, you don't ever want, if I ever see that faggoty-ass bullshit out of you ever again, I'm going to beat the Christ out of you. And it's yeah, so weird. Right. It's completely opposite. Now Now yeah. we have parents promoting this opposite culture of, of sexual innuendos, which is weird. Isn't it weird? Like 70 well, years ago, you have a, yeah. a father who catches his, Son playing dolls with his sister, yeah. and he says, 
put that dial that dial down and well, I don't that, ever want to see you playing with a dial ever yeah, again. Yeah, and that's back. That's old school. Times have changed. It's here. You can't avoid it. It was different back because it wasn't spoken about. And, that, you know, I remember that time. And I was through that time. And I remember that's the way it was back then. It was like it was like it, it wasn't accepted at all, even by parents, which is kind of stupid. But anyway, well, that's I the mean, way it used to be. And, and time has changed. Yes. And well, your dad accepts your son. <laughs> What's that? Your dad accepts your son. Yeah, I accept him too. That's not, but it, things have, and that's what really floored me, is when it first came to to be, I thought, and it was total opposite. It's like, oh, that's fine. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. And while I'm picking my job, the floor going, wow, okay, good. But you know, there's people out there that are stern and starting their ways, and they wouldn't go. And it's against the Bible, blah blah blah. The way they're raised, and they're so into it that they they can't see the forest for trees. And there's people like that. So All right. Understand? There's people that don't, and you're going to get that everywhere. It, it it's yeah. But I do think, but, I do think I mean, that if you come from a family line of someone who's relatively different, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier right. to accept. Right, like I think your s- wife's brother, who obviously just passed away, right, was disabled but a a a homosexual. Yeah. So I think that if you're in that kind of a spectrum, it's a lot easier to accept. Right. So, yeah. but well, it, I, it's I, family I, for one, and that that's that's knowing and not knowing. People assume all the craziest, stupidest shit you've ever heard about people they don't even know. And that's where it starts off. It's once you get to know the person, most 90%, 9.9% of people are pretty well very uh, uh, respectful. Just because you walk in the gay bar doesn't mean they're going to come up and want to have sex with you. There's, they find well, out and then they're... You, well, I think... It's like, you see what I'm saying? It's like, it's a, I'm not here for that. This is... If you want this, this is where I'm at. But if you come in here, don't expect everybody's gonna. No, that it doesn't work that way. Well, you, you know, I do very, think. Yeah, you know, I do think just, that I. Well, I totally, I, I totally kind of disagree like, with you. I think if you're, I, I think if you're single and you go to a gay bar, and then you're sitting at the gay bar, and then some person of mm-hmm. the same sex comes up to you. Yeah. There's a reason why you're that they're well, asking. Well, I, I know that, but now they might say they just. Uh, the chance they'll find out and say, no, I'm not, but I came in here because I'm tired of gals giving me some bullshit, right? <laughs> Nobody's going to, well. He's giving up, me, he's but, giving up but, <laughs> girls, everybody. I don't know. No, I'm not saying that. You just that. don't. Just to, but what I, what I understood is that people are like, they would, they would make sure that you're, so you're whatever, to see, first to, to find out and then go from there. But in respect going like, you know, just, you're gonna be hanging out there, whatever. It's not you're not there for that reason, but you don't hear a lot of that either. So basically, it's it's like that. It's all respect. It's like, yeah, that that's the way I see it anyway. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So I I just think that, and I think another problem with the transgender mm-hmm. thing is that there's teenagers right now who are going through uh, having their uh, uh, genitalia in their breast yeah, to be uh, it's limited. too early yeah and that's, that's the thing early. that people that's are really arguing about 
How do you even know what you want to be when you're 13 years old? I mean, I get I it. Know. Some people no. know that they're straight, and some people know I that mean, they're gay. I can but see, okay, 18 or maybe 21, that's fine. If you really think that at that age, that's fine. But as you're a teenager, you've got too much shit to go through first and then make your decision later because th- there's things in your life at this time that they have to be like prom and graduating classes. And you see what I'm saying? The, the things you mainly need. This sex thing can come later when you're an adult and you can finally make the right decision. Yeah. I've heard of so many kids making the wrong decision that yeah. they're regretting it later, be, later because they figured they weren't. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, that happens. Yeah. So yeah. in order to prevent that, it would be, okay, if you feel that way, let's wait till you're at least an adult, 18 or 12. Well, okay, we'll, we'll just say I would say 21, but 18. But well, I still you don't yeah, have I, anything yet, but you know what I'm saying? I mean come to a legal age where they can have that done and then what sort of adult they can make that decision you have nothing to worry about then they're but like you said teenagers that's correct there's a lot of uh teens that want to do that there's a lot of suicides now they can't cope with it and they have to be that way but they're too young to have surgery or their parents won't do it and no, i understand I that it. i i understand that once you're 18 and you move out or something you're an adult go ahead yeah, that's yeah. that's your decision then because you're an adult and you're making that decision for you. But we're not going to make that for you. And we're not going to make that decision. That that would be I couldn't do that. That's that's you know, but that's the way I see it. Now these people that say hey, let's start early and no, I disagree. I really do. That's no. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's interesting to uh, to see that what I think people who are like me who are against it, but. I feel like mm-hmm. there are people out there who are just getting over angry about it. And to tell you the truth, the only way that you can change it is change the law of regulation of the age group of the people who are allowed to uh, yeah. decide yeah, when they want to be yeah. transgender. That would be fine if you want. So to I, fine. I think they need to pass a law and say, an yeah. I think it should be a federal law that you can't mm-hmm. force a child under the age of 18 after graduation high school, then he's able, he or she is able to decide. Exactly right, yeah. Let them decide to do what that. they want to do. But I yeah. think any parent who thinks that their child should be, it's no different than the parent who thinks that their child should be in travel league baseball, and the kid's like, okay, because he's never going to disagree with his dad or mom. I right. mean, right? It's yeah. his dream come true. But yep. in the same way, is it really necessary to put your kid in baseball camp thirty three hundred sixty five days a year? No, probably not. No, no. So I just. So by uh, trying to force your child to be a professional athlete at 12 years old yeah. is a blunder in itself. So it, in some ways, it's the same thing. I agree. Because when I was in high school, my parents did the same. They put me in something I didn't want to even be there. I wasn't really even competing in it. I was just there to work out with the team. And I'm like, well, what's the point in this bullshit if I don't like it? And I can't do it. Why are you making me do this? Let me do something I want to do. What did you make you do? Uh, track. Oh, my which God. Is, which is a joke. Wrestling, <laughs> which is another joke. I only weighed 60 pounds soaking wet in seventh grade. So, <laughs> as you can figure. They made you do wrestling at seventh grade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good what? for you. Good exercise. No, mistake. Big mistake. No, you're too, I should have done something like ping pong or, or, or chess class or, or like chess club or something. You know, those some, are extracurricular but i wasn't into that i was more into mechanical shit like i was more into like engines and shit so when i did shop and i did print shop and i did 
uh, metal shop, I'd excel. But when I did like history or English, <laughs> forget it. Screw it. Fuck it. Well, I don't like it. I didn't, didn't do good. Well, history so, and English, yeah. you just have to study. Yeah. I didn't like to study. I hated studying. I, I well, that's your fault. Yeah. It's not a teacher's fault. You have to study. No, I didn't think it's teacher's fault. I said I just didn't study. No, it's I not a teacher's fault. It's your fault. That's what I'm saying. You have to study. Remember, Ron? Just because you don't I like... I was not a studier. I'll tell you that right now. And that's it. But anyway. Um, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> Ron's ex- explaining to people out there, if you want something for yourself, don't study. Just... Just poop it away. Who cares? <laughs> I'm just telling College, you. what's that? Yeah. For losers. Nope, didn't go there either. No? Well, nope, I take that back. I think on one of our episodes, I did say I went to a place that I was in the service for a year, and it was actually a college course. So, in a sense, yes, I did go to college in a way. But not the college you're thinking with dorms and, you know. Football games and all that kind of crap, or well, keggers or nothing. No, not that kind of college. <laughs> no, just a technical college. Texas something something technical college, if I remember correctly. Well, it's it was a tech based school. out of Texas. 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 Tech you went to yeah. Texas? No, no, I was in Korea, but it was that oh. their what they did. They sent their curriculum overseas to that particular place. Oh yeah, and they taught it there. So actually, it's a college that's on in Korea based on an American campus. So it's not really campus. It's a classroom, basically. It's all it is. It's its own private entity. It doesn't really exist on in a building, brick and plaster. It's, it's yeah. On a, anyway, so the correspondence school, basically. So, But it is college. So, yeah, I guess I did for a year. <laughs> so <laughs> that's it. And Ron failed at that, too. Mm. Actually, no. I got an A plus in the whole course. Nice. Pretty good. Yes, I did good. I got the papers somewhere. Nice. I got to find them again. But yeah, yeah, I did. So that was cool. But yeah, so yeah, I bettered myself in school. But yeah, as far as college went, not really. No. no. Um, I know some people that have gone to college after they graduated and did quite well. Now we're doing well. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's a pretty, uh, pretty exciting show, I would say. Yeah. Uh, Ron's uh, got to figure out how to get himself back on the wheels. Yep. And uh, we'll get her going. And again, no problem there. And again, we. It seems as though my listeners out there really enjoy our talk about social media and mm-hmm. what's ever whatever's trending. Uh, again, we we talked about. People and the parents and kids who are in a time period are trying to, to uh, figure out who they are and might be transitioning too soon to something right. that they may not be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you people out there like this type of podcast or the discussion with Ron, maybe we'll talk more about uh, what's going on in the world more often. Oh, this is true, yeah. So, it seems no, it seems like it's working. Mm-hmm. I know that a couple of you people out there like listening to my Detroit Lions stuff, but as of right now, like uh, Sean's busy, so Mister Macho Man Sean isn't here right now with us. No, he's he's away for the moment. Yeah. Um, and his future endeavors. 
Yeah. We aren't going to say what that is, but anyway. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, so yeah. thank you for listening right. to the podcast. Yes, thank you. Uh, thanks, Ron, for showing up. Hey, no problem, Drake. Glad uh, to be here. I appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to thank Buzzsprout. Thank uh, Apple Podcasts. Thank you, Spotify. Uh, again, Buzzsprout for distributing my podcast to other platforms out there. So if you see Crazy Dre Podcast Show, let people know uh, this podcast was really created for People like me and Ron who are somewhat disabled, so we think that we should have a voice as well, not just only the super conservative Ben Shapiro or the super duper uh, UFC True. hippie like Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is my way of speaking to the world. So. There you go. Peace, love, and yeah. I think I'm going to air this on Wednesday or Thursday so that I can sp spread out my time out or else I'll run out of time by the end of the month. Yes, there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, peace, love, stay warm. I know See it's ya. Michigan's a little cold. Yep, peace. <laughs>